welcome to the Payroll Podcast with your host, Nick Day of JGA Recruitment, specialist payroll recruiters. Hello and welcome to the Payroll Podcast. My name is Nick Day from James Gray Associates, specialist global payroll recruiters. And I'm here today at the American Payroll Association 37th Annual Congress. And I am joined by none other than Kira Rubiano, Head of International Payroll at Alzadi. Is that correct? Did I pronounced that correctly? Yes, that is absolutely correct. And thank you for having me today, Nick. You are very well welcome. I'm really excited because I've just discovered, in fact, we've all just discovered, including Kira, that we have a winner amongst us of quite a special award. In fact, arguably the most prestigious award there is in payroll, certainly in global payroll. Kira has just won the GPMI Global Vision Award. How do you feel? Tell us about it. I honestly feel like I just won an Oscar. (laughs) Um, So honored, so surprised, and so privileged. And uh, I honestly couldn't think of a better way to wrap up this event for me. Um, I've wanted to work in global since I was 14 years old. Um, I fell into payroll and it stole my heart. And um, I couldn't have chosen a better career path. And I've worked really hard, and it's amazing to see it be rewarded. And I only know um, the future is ahead, and I'm so excited for it. So it just pumps me up even more. It's an absolutely fantastic achievement. A huge congratulations, certainly, from me. I'm very excited. We've had Max, of course, he won it last year. He's going to be joining us on the sofa a little bit later for another podcast. But you just mentioned then that you fell in love with payroll. So tell us a little bit about what it is you love about payroll, what made you fall in love with it, and what keeps you so passionate about, I guess, moving the industry forward? Well, that's a really wonderful question. First, I do want to say that Max has set the bar really high. Sure. So I have to kind of fill his shoes or the heels now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to do that and to collaborate with him on this journey. Um, I fell in love with global payroll because it satiates my desire to work cross-country and learn about how the world works outside of my day-to-day, which is the United States. Um, I get to interact with not only my team members and clients, but providers throughout the world. Um, I get to kind of live a day in their shoes, more or less, understand how their world works, um, learn about it, and educate others on it. And I think it's that constant... um, Um, change and adaptability and discovery process that really drives me and it's what I truly enjoy and so I wake up excited to to learn more and interact globally fantastic and you know I know that Max has the hashtag passion for payroll clearly you have it as well we share it you share it it. okay that's even better excellent fantastic so Staying on the subject really for passion for payroll, you mentioned that obviously you are a global payroll specialist. You're not just focusing, as many people are at the APA here, on just state payroll and, and national American payroll. And I know because we had a conversation yesterday that you've got quite an international background yourself mm-hmm. anyway. Born in Belarus, I believe. Yes. Tell us a little bit about why international payroll in particular then. You mentioned um, the, some of the cross-border uh, mm-hmm. issues that you deal with. Why in particular it's international payroll that inspires you as opposed to national payroll? Well, uh, going back, it's that uh, idea of just learning how the world operates outside of the U.S. I think, you know, the U.S. is exciting. Every state can be kind of dubbed its own sure. country. <laughs> um, so there's there's more than enough to learn. I don't think years of experience could cover what you need to know about the U.S. But the ability to kind of understand what makes you know, what drives people in other locations, what nuances there are, what's unique about it, um, kind of learning fun facts, right? Okay. Uh, 
you can become like a Jeopardy series, just and fun facts to know about the world. And just for me, it's the human interaction, actually. Uh, I love talking. Sure, good. <laughs> I love, it's good for a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I love communicating. I love language. Uh, I love building rapport and relationships with people. And I think that's a driver for business, especially in the global realm, sure. is creating those um, relationships. And for me, Global Payroll allows me to do that. If it was just, let's say, national-based, I wouldn't have that ability to make those connections with my clients around the world or with my teams or or with providers or other people in the industry. And, and for me, as a major extrovert, <laughs> ironically, I married an introvert, um, it, it really uh, kind of satiates that desire and, and it excites me. Um, and I think it's an exciting realm to be in because the world is just getting more global and global. Sure. I mean, if you just look at your phone, every component was made somewhere around the world and it took all of those components to come together for you to have you know for you to use that phone sure. and that's that's business if we you know connected the dots we would all be connected it's like i always say everyone's a cousin <laughs> everyone's a cousin we're all connected in some way and and global payroll is just another connection okay i love that so Obviously, we know that Global Payroll has a lot of challenges, more than one for sure. That's why there's a whole community like the GPMI that supports it and in other associations as well. So you have to be passionate to better overcome those. What are, the, what are the biggest challenges you're seeing in Global Payroll right now and what kind of things are you doing to overcome those challenges? I mean, the biggest challenge is always going to be understanding the differences, okay. right? There are differences, uh, whether you go you know, within Asia, just amongst countries um, in Europe, and it's kind of grasping what are the key things, you can't know everything, but what are the key things that I need to be aware of? For example, you know, in Russia, you have to pay vacation before it's the person even goes on vacation, sure. whereas in the U.S., it doesn't matter. You just go on vacation, and they deduct it from your PTO, and you call it a day. Nothing impacts pay unless it was unpaid. So understanding those nuances, I think, for organizations is always the biggest challenge. Also, staying up to date with regulatory changes and what's changing on compliance. We're seeing a huge wave of kind of automation from local governments and if you're not aware of what's happening on the ground and you're still you know waiting in line for eight hours somewhere to do a filing that's a challenge right that's a challenge and um, you know obviously as a provider because I work for a provider uh, we do we do everything we can to stay up to speed so that our clients can maintain compliance but we can't educate them on everything that they need to be, that they need to know, be aware of. We're there to help and guide them, but it, at the end of the day, it's always going to be the, the professional's responsibility to also take sure. some initiative, right? Sure. Um, to understand, and it's the willingness to understand. Not everybody is willing to accept the differences and yeah. some of the challenges, and I think um, that's a, that's a huge hindrance to their success uh, and their growth. And they really have to be open-minded and humble and okay. accept that. Okay. No, I like that. I like that. That's a well, perfect response. No one to say to that really. It's very good. Just a quick break to say, if you haven't heard the latest song yet, My Payroll Career, it's all about payroll. Here's a quick snippet available now on iTunes or Amazon Play. Enjoy. You see, I love payroll and payroll loves me. I don't mind liaising with HMRC. I love manual payments and calculating SMB. Yeah. 
that was My Payroll Career, available now in iTunes and Amazon Play. Right, back to the podcast. Do you have any particular companies uh, or countries rather that um, you find more challenging than others in terms of uh, a compliance perspective? So I've heard when working in payroll recruitment that countries like Brazil can be quite complex and Italy. What kind of um, countries do you find most challenging? I agree wholeheartedly with what you just said. Um, I I do have experience working uh, and understanding the nuances all throughout the world. Um, And every area and country has its own challenges. So Brazil, 100%. Sure. There is so much that you have to track, uh, and there's so many submissions that you have to do. I mean, you have to know like literally everything that's happening with your employee, and the government needs to know okay. about it. Okay. So you have to be able to manage that. Um, you know, China, for example, presents its own challenges because of um, certain bureaucratic procedures that are very, very strict, uh, and, and administrative procedures that have to take place. So that's a different, let's say, type of challenge. In Africa, you have challenges with infrastructure, right? Sure. So in Zimbabwe, you you know a person might have to go and spend eight hours in line to do a filing. That's its own separate challenge. In the United States, it's dealing with reciprocity. It's you have someone living in Indiana who travels to the United, uh, who commutes to the Illinois, and how do you tax them? So every part of the world has its own quote unquote challenges sure, sure. that on a gradient could be everything from just infrastructure logistics to data gathering and real-time submission. And you have to kind of understand where all those challenges fall and how you can deal with them. But if, like I said, if I had to tell you, I would definitely say Brazil, I would say Russia because of bureaucratic matters (laughs) and certain lots of restrictions. Uh, Africa because of infrastructure obviously you know certain areas like Afghanistan present their own challenges uh, but you know every, it, there are organizations out there who can help you cope with those challenges and, and assist you along the way. I think the one thing that comes across really clear to me is you're definitely a global payroll expert the way you just talk about it like you've just oh. you've just processed an African payroll like two minutes ago right it's, it's impressive. Almost, almost two minutes ago I don't touch Africa now but I used to. <laughs> So I know obviously um, being one of the global payroll leaders as you are, obviously winner of an award now, so officially as, as an award winner, you obviously are one of the um, most respected speakers on the circuit of international payroll as well. I know that the APA and the GPMI have had you busy giving different talks and being on panels. Tell us a little bit about the talks you've been giving and what they've been focusing on and I guess your overall experience of, 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 the, of the delivery of those talks during yeah. the course of the, of the last two days. So I've, I've started speaking for APA probably five or six years ago and actually I, I owe a lot of my speaking experience to a mentor of mine who's Michelle Hanna-Michael. She's actually here today. And um, I've been fortunate enough to present on many different topics. This year I focused on two topics. One which was navigating cross-cultural differences in payroll. So how do you interact with your teams, with your clients? What things should you be aware of um, from a cultural standpoint that impacts business? It's these invisible boundaries that are impediments sometimes to our success within an organization or with our clients. Are you able to summarize that talk in a very yes. quick moment here? So yes. you've got five key takeaways? Yeah. The takeaways are culture influences how we interact in a business setting. It's an invisible boundary, but it exists. And the way to break it down is to create awareness, be open-minded um, and, and humble and understand you know, 
what those differences are and how you can break them down and also be a, a, a global champion, a cultural champion to say to within your organization, look, this, this is real. Uh, we face this and let's let's learn how to work with it and not be afraid of it. And just because it's different, I always tell my team, because I manage people throughout Latin America sure. and Europe, and I say just because the way I think might be different doesn't mean that it's the right way. And I respect, you know, what how how you work in a business sure. setting. And let's meet halfway because we need to do that in order to succeed. Um, the other aspect that uh, I discussed during uh, APA Congress was global money moving mania, which I co-spoke with um, two other really powerful global women okay, <laughs> in this forum. Um, and we really talked about, you know, as you're moving money, it's not as simple as, oh, let me just send uh, two million euro into Italy to pay, you know, my people, right? There's challenges that organizations need to be aware of. There's restrictions, there's compliance requirements, there's roadblocks, um, there's legal issues that they can face. Sure. And so it's, it's about creating awareness and accountability for payroll professionals in, in managing that process and being aware of it before you get into the 11th hour and you have payday and you're, you realize you can't get money into that country or you can't pay your employees. So those were the, the two big... Quick uh... advert break. Einstein famously said that insanity was doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. We believe it's time to try a new approach to recruitment. JGA Recruitment specialise in recruiting the top 15% of payroll and HR talent using innovative 24-7 attraction strategies that are proven to improve quality of hire, candidate retention and return on investment. De-risk your recruitment process today and hire better talent faster with JGA Recruitment. Visit jgarecruitment.com find out more. Is there a specific, I don't know, payment transfer type scenario that we can quickly run through where you've had to overcome and maybe a solution in there as well? If someone's listening and has a similar scenario, they, they would be able to listen to this and go, okay, now I know what to do. Yeah. So, f for example, uh, in the country of Spain, a company, if you're employing people in Spain, you could send money from the UK into Spain and pay those employees. But what you can't do is actually pay the taxes from the UK because the government requires you to have a local bank account where they direct debit the money from. Okay, so they'll just pull it out. Now, if you don't have a local Spanish bank account, you're kind of in trouble because there's nothing that the government can direct debit from. So providers um, throughout Spain or maybe global providers offer services where you can deposit that money into the provider's account which will allow the government to then direct debit it. So that's one solution. Sometimes providers might not be able to help in the case of Brazil yeah, or sure. Russia. Yeah. You have to have local bank accounts and, and they have to be owned by the company. And if you don't have that account because the money has to originate from that account, you can't pay your employees or the taxes. And in some cases, it could take up to six months to even open up that bank wow, account. Okay. So, you're all ready to go, you extended a contract, you never opened up a bank account, you can't pay. So what do we do, what do we do? That's my scenario right now. I've got a new employee, they're in Russia, they want to get paid, six month contract, how do I get around it? You better find an advisor who can help you <laughs> set up a bank account. There's really no getting around okay. it. You know, it's you have to halt your HR procedures and you have to then say, look, I can't pay you until two months. I mean, I'm sure there's loopholes, obviously, uh, I don't know what those are, and, and even if I did, they would never constitute legal advice. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, and I think, you know, it's, it's do your due diligence. 
right? Understand what you need to do before you even get to the point of saying, I want to hire you. Will you accept this offer? Sure. And I think that's the biggest mistake companies make is they go after the talent before they understand what the requirements on them as an organization are and logistics that's needed to make it happen so they can employ that sure. individual. I think that's expertly put and really good advice to give away. And also it links to your first talk where communication then becomes key as well, of course. So I know you've got to catch a flight, so I'm going to give you one more yeah. question just going forward. Payroll, global payroll, we're getting, you know, it's, it's, it's expanding all the time. The world is getting smaller. The technology is getting better so we can pay people easier. And, you know, more and more companies are going global as we see every day. How do you see the future of payroll changing over the next maybe 24, 48 um, months? And you know, what kind of changes are you most excited about? What we're seeing, and you could see it from all the vendors at the expo today, it's this drive for automation. And it's, it's how do we integrate payroll data in a global manner to really create efficiency, uh, real-time data, a way to leverage data analytics. And that's driving the payroll industry as a whole. I don't think global's at the point of RPA yet. I don't think we're going to see robots because human touch is still a huge component to global payroll because there's compliance, right? Sure. So if in Zim you can have data automated for processing, but in Zimbabwe, you're still gonna need somebody to walk, you know, wait eight hours in a line or drive an armored vehicle in Afghanistan sure. to, do your, yeah, to yeah. do your filings. So there's always gonna be elements of that human component, I think for a while. I mean, the, the, the whole world can't get on the same page. But I think the way that we interact internally in terms of data gathering for payroll is definitely becoming automated. The way that we track you know, KPIs, obviously, is getting sure. automated. And, and that's become a, a huge focus. But I think it's also important to understand that service um, and that human touch is still a very important aspect to know that you can talk to somebody on the other side that says, yes, I got it, yes, I did it, yes, it's done, you know, let me explain this to you. That's going to be around for a while. Fantastic. Well, I know you've got a flight to catch. It's been an absolute pleasure. You heard it here first, Kira, Global Vision Award winner for 2019. Thank you, thank you so much. Congratulations again. And um, yeah, thank you for joining us on the Payroll Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. You've Cheers. You've been listening to the Payroll Podcast with Nick Day of JGA Recruitment, specialist payroll recruiters. If you would like to feature on a future podcast, please contact us. For a wealth of world-class payroll content, please visit us at jgarecruitment.com. See you next week.